0: The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus.
2: Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. It is great to be with you. This is Pastor John Allworth here at Recovery Radio Houston, and we are coming to you live from the KKHT studios. So it's it's a wonderful day. It's uh, not too cold outside, and uh, God is good. God is good all the time. We had an interesting event that occurred at our church this weekend, a little baby that was there uh, stopped breathing. But God is good, and and, uh, my assistant pastor... Uh, new CPR, and uh, the baby was revived, and the ambulance came, and the baby's doing fine now. So we want to give God praise today. Uh, Father God, we just come to you with such appreciation. You are such a marvelous God, such a wonderful God. We just thank you for everything you do in our lives. Father, we thank you for the miracles that are out there, the miracles that we see um, you know, you are still in the miracle business, and that's one of the wonderful things of having the privilege of working in your kingdom and in the recovery. Uh, everybody's recovering from something, God, and, and you're just so wonderful, and we thank you for the miracles. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, we're having a little bit of technical problems, and now we're good. So uh, very good. We're going to have a great show today. You know, you may not, wh- where's the volume on that? I got it. You you know, you may not be struggling. Uh, this is Recovery Radio Houston, and we are here to um, spread hope in the community. And there are so many people out there that are working in the kingdom that are providing faith-based services, and there are so many people that are lost. You know, uh, we're in a pandemic. Uh, no question about it. We're in a pandemic from COVID. But did you know that uh, since COVID started, that more people have died from, from the age range of 18 to 45 from fentanyl overdoses. That's just one drug, fentanyl overdoses, than from COVID. We have had a pandemic in the in addiction with alcohol, with drugs, um, even with things like gambling or pornography. We've had a pandemic for centuries, and um, you know we just don't talk about it enough. So you may not be struggling under the bondage of addiction, and I hope you're not. I pray you're not. Um, but you may be, and then you if you're not, then I guarantee you you know someone that is. So why would you want to listen to Recovery Radio Houston if if you weren't struggling with a problem? Well, I'll tell you why, because we are called, Jesus came uh, to seek and save the lost, and we are called to imitate Christ, and it is to all of our benefits uh, to... um, reach our hand out and be Christ ambassadors on earth and to help other people deal with situations. So, you know, there's many ways that you can help. You can, you can volunteer, you can give money to ministries. And we're going to talk to, to my good friend, Philip Vaughn today, who is, uh, the effect effectively the operating of, op- we'll, well, let's get Philip in. We'll let him tell us what he does. Philip, my brother, are you there?
3: Good afternoon, Pastor John. How are you, man?
2: I'm so, I'm so good, brother. I just was had lunch with Philip and Tommy Thompson over at the Open Door Mission yesterday, and he is a dear friend and and a fellow warrior in the kingdom. And uh, Philip, just tell people what you do for the Open Door Mission.
3: Oh my goodness! First thing I do is show up every day. That's a <laughs> well, wonderful thing. <laughs> Thank praise God for a- that. Amen. You know, I what I do over here is. Uh, i 'm the Vice President of Operations and Development and Marketing, so I make sure the roof's not falling in, and if it does, i got to tell people about it and then raise money to fix it <laughs> that 's basically the the nutshell right there
2: well i I want, I want to kick this off with money you know the open door mission because I just had this thought today, Philip. Um, you know, you are a graduate of the open door mission and, uh, yes, I am. and, uh, that's one of the things we're going to talk about that the mission does is it, is it hires people that goes through the program. But I was thinking, my friend, you had been through a, what we might call a secular rehab, the traditional insurance 28 day program before, correct?
3: Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's, let's be honest. I've been through seven of those programs and uh, prior to coming to the open door mission the it, longest program I think was uh, 45 days
2: okay that been to. and uh, you yourself or your insurance company paid those people thousands and thousands of dollars in each of those instances correct
3: Oh unbelievable absolutely the lawyer's
2: yes. coming out here I'm cross-examining you and I don't mean to <laughs> but uh, yeah but but here's my point. People, the, the Open Door Mission has something called the Doorway Program, where homeless and and or, and they all so often go together, addicted men, go through this seven-month program that we're going to talk about in detail. And it could be six months, it could be nine months, but I think it averages about seven months, depending on the individual. Correct. And if you, the services, number one, the services that they provide, in my judgment, in terms of getting sober, and in terms of transforming your life, are Two or three times, you know, it's hard to put a number on it, but are much better than the services that are provided at the secular programs, number one. And number two, they're free. (laughs) I mean, I was thinking about this. If a man goes through the seven-month program, that's $100,000 worth of benefit, what it would cost out in the private sector for nothing, because people at the Open Door Mission are following their hearts and what God's told them to do. And that is just incredible, my friend. It's just incredible.
3: It is unbelievable, you know. I mean, the greatest thing about what we're doing here is that we are 100% donor-funded, and we don't—we're not state-funded. We don't have to listen to somebody tell us we can't do devotion in the morning. <laughs> Thank goodness.
2: Praise God. And
3: uh, you know, we we work with a lot of foundations, a lot of charitable organizations, a lot of private donors, John, and our, you know, our operating budget is about $2.5 million a year to run this place. But, you know, all these guys are fed, all these guys are clothed, all these guys require get all the medical attention that they need. And at the same time, they're learning about their addiction with cognitive behavioral therapy. They're getting spiritual guidance and transformation and a relationship with Jesus Christ. And hopefully they're getting their social services taken care of, whether that be IDs, social security cards, back taxes. And then we have our career in education and guidance program where these guys are setting up to get a job when you walk out of here with a you know, a, a paycheck and benefits. And you have an opportunity to live here on campus or live in one of our facilities that we're partnered with in a sober living. So this is indeed a true transformation.
2: Praise God, praise God, and that's the number one thing is, is the number one principle there is that Jesus saves, and that's the relationship that can really, uh, you know, he, he calls us out of the darkness and into His marvelous light, you know. But th- this is just incredible—the the the array of of services that are provided in this faith-based program that is absolutely free. I mean, it's, it's just tremendous. So, uh, you know, it, let's let's go through that. So, the doorway program. Um, these are guys that, you know, as Tommy Thompson, who's the CEO over there and, and Philip and I's dear friend uh, once told me, he said, you know, if if your wife has kicked you out of the house and you're living in your car, you're homeless, <laughs> you know, so these, there, there's all kinds of circumstances where people find themselves at at their bottom. And so, well, you
3: know, if if your name's not on a lease or a mortgage statement, you're homeless. The,
2: the, there you go.
3: Look at it like that.
2: There you go. So, it, you know, it takes in guys. I, I know, Philip, you know that I, I've helped men get in there that were former stockbrokers. I know that you had a, a, a very successful, impressive uh, personal professional career. So there's all kinds of men there. And there's also men that were living under a bridge before they came in. Um, absolutely you know and these things these things the the life falling apart and addiction go hand in hand and so I want to go through this because it's just amazing and again folks you may be listening to this because you listen to 100.7 regularly you're not addicted to anything you're not in bondage uh, although I do think everybody's recovering from something but in any event you're not in bondage but I guarantee you have a family member someone that you grew up with, someone that you went to high school with, someone that that you work with that, that has a problem. And, I, again, I, I think this is one of the best programs that I've ever come across. I would recommend anybody that, that you know, was a quote-unquote, which is just an oxymoron, but a functioning alcoholic or something, a functioning addict uh, that, that had insurance, I'd rather see them go to the Open Door Mission because we're talking about medical, dental, legal uh, taxes, like you said, education, get your GED if you don't have one, resume building, how to use a computer, job skills, cognitive training with smart recovery, 12-steps programs, um, ha- uh, help with housing when you get out, help getting a job. Let's put in a plug for the Marriott. They've uh, Downtown, they've hired over 30 graduates of the Open Door Mission. I mean, it, it is truly a remarkable program. I, I think it, it may be the best in the country, but whatever it is it it is led by Jesus Christ and uh, it's it's his ministry and uh he he is transforming lives and, and my friend Philip here is is helping to do that. So how long have you worked for the mission Philip?
3: Yeah, I've been involved. You know, I walked in the doors of this mission um November November 18th of 2019. And uh you know, I've I've never left in one way or the other. <laughs> And, you know, I've got to say, I've got to add to what you're talking about is that, you know, I've been to, like I said, I was in seven different treatment facilities prior to coming to Open Door, and I learned a lot of incredible things, a lot of things about my addiction and, you know, trying to get a grasp on it. And with me, I always, you know, it all kept up in my, it was all in my head, you see, because I'm a very smart guy, just ask me and I'll tell you, and this (laughs) was all things that I could figure out, right?, okay, I've got it, I understand. And the one thing I lacked was that gift of desperation and that connection with Jesus Christ and a God of my understanding. And I never had that in any of those other places that I had gone to. And, John, I was in Open Door Mission for three days, and I sat with another brother, accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and haven't had a drink since. I'm sober longer now than I've been since I was 15, 16 years old. And you know how old I am, and so that's been a long
2: time. (laughs) I hear you, brother. I hear you. You know, isn't isn't that amazing? You know, Philip. one of these days you and I are going to have to do a paper or a study or something where we compare relapse rates. For people that go through regular secular programs, and I agree with you, you learned a lot in those secular programs. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting them down. Uh, I'd rather somebody go to one of those than not do anything at all. Um, but I'd, very I'd, true. I'd love to see relapse rates between somebody that's a graduate of a secular program and somebody that's gone through a faith based program, and particularly then that really, truly established a relationship with Jesus Christ. That may be a tough thing to do, but you and I have both seen uh, anecdotal anyway or uh, evidence. Uh, with people that we work with in the com- recovery community, that the chances of success are, you know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And Absolutely. without that relationship, even p- people that get sober, are they really happy? Do they really have peace? Do they really have joy in their life? Or are they what you call white knuckles so- sobering it? You know, and I, I want to say right. one more thing before I forget, and I also want to welcome Susan Simon into the program, who's a friend of the program. She walked in, she's going to. Maybe chime in here something in a minute. I want to say something about the the 12-step program because a lot of people, a lot of Christians are, uh, what's the right word? They have, uh, they're not real fired up about the 12-step program, but the 12-step program while it doesn't say Jesus, although the one at Break Every Chain does, by the way, <laughs> the, the 901 Wilson Road on Friday nights at 7 p.m. But the the which may be having another location soon uh, as well, or a different location. But in any event, that's where we are now. Um, you know, even though it doesn't say Jesus, it leads people to Jesus, and and I think you can testify to that, Philip. Am I, am I right?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. You know it. it the, a, the tenets of AA came from the Oxford Group, which is a Christian organization. I mean, anything exactly. that you've ever read about Bill Wilson, the man was an agnostic and became a believer Amen. and a true follower of God and Jesus Christ. And all of his, all of everything in his sober life, and he, you know, has written several other things besides the Big Book. He said, "Hey, it all, it's all depending on God." And for me, that's what it was,
2: yeah, if you read you know, the I could book. learn
3: all of the I could learn all of the you know amazing technical things about my addiction, but until I made that connection in my heart i I was lost. I was floundering for fifteen years trying to
2: get it right well, you know i I was just so blessed because you know I contacted a man before I went into rehab and uh, who said that he'd been in eight rehabs. And never got sober till he went to a faith-based rehab. So I got so fortunate and blessed that that's the first place I went. And, um, you know, that uh, trans- God truly is in the miracle business still, and, and it transforms lives. Susan, how are you?
1: I'm wonderful. Hi, Philip. Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. It's good to hear you on the program. I'm glad you're talking about everything.
2: Well, Philip is Philip and I've become very good friends and and uh, are working together. Philip, yeah. if, if somebody, I'm going to give out a number. If somebody knows somebody uh, that needs help, and again, I'd recommend it to anybody. I don't care if you're the president of a bank or you're, or, or, or under a bridge. I think you you Open Door Mission is is the family, the the faith based place that, that'll change your life. Uh, you can call our friend Ricardo at the Open Door admission eight three two. Nine six two, four two four nine. That's eight three two nine six two four two four nine. And what's the what's the website, Philip? If somebody wanted to donate or somehow figure out a way to get involved, volunteer.
3: It is OpenDoorHouston.org, and please check out our Facebook page as well. Open Door Mission Houston on Facebook. And you know I'm the one who keeps that page up as well, and keeps everybody in touch with all the new stuff that's going on. And we'd love for you, everybody, to follow our page and see what's happening there.
2: So I understand. For example, there's a there's a uh, something going on this weekend uh, with the with the men at the mission uh, called Encounter, which uh, is is again gives the opportunity of the men in a in a, in a specialized setting. To to truly have an encounter with Jesus Christ and to to accept Him as their Lord and Savior or to to you know uh, to re up their their commitment to Him, which is the kind of thing that goes on at the mission. I mean, these guys stay busy, don't they? During the I mean, this is oh isn't, my just, goodness, this isn't yes, summer from camp the time, time. They
3: get up to the time that, yeah, it's that it's not club med <laughs> yeah. or the for Betty
2: sure. Ford Clinic for that matter. But, but right, right I, you
3: know I. Some of those other previous uh, rehab centers that I was at, you know, had acupuncture and aromatherapy. We don't have any of that here, but we'll still take care of you pretty well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Philip,
1: I've got a question for you. Are you guys still doing your wonderful catering?
3: Absolutely.
1: Oh, that is awesome. Can I do a plug for the mission?
2: Oh, sure.
3: (laughs) This is
1: awesome. Okay. I know it happens at Christmas and Thanksgiving, and I hope that it happens for Easter, and I'm in a timely matter talking about this, but they have the best catering department on the planet.
2: Oh, it's anytime.
1: Anytime. Anytime. Okay. So Anytime. anytime. Absolutely. So anytime you need a really, really good home-cooked meal, cooked by somebody else with love, and by all of these men who are going through the program, they cook it right there on the premises, and it's fabulous. All you have to do is call the mission and order it, and they've got, what, barbecue and turkey and... Whatever, you know, if you yeah. give
2: them enough notice, whatever you want, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, Absolutely. That, that is one place that the mission spoils as well oh, as any mm-hmm. place in the country, and that is the food. Yes. Uh, I had redfish, fr- brown rice, and broccoli. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, and pecan pie at the end. Um, when I was there, was I, I said yesterday, Philip, I guess it was two days ago that we had lunch, but. Um, yes, Monday. Monday, yeah. <laughs> I can't keep well, it's my, my Wednesday. tail coming from my <laughs> what head. <happened? laughs> yeah,
1: but what a great way to support the mission!
2: True. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
3: our our catering is. We do everything from a family meal for for your family to, you know, we regularly do two and three hundred guests at a time for different church organizations and things of that sort, and they love it and do a bang up job back there.
2: They really do. You know. So again, I, I would encourage anybody to, you know, most people have jobs and and they can't, you know, but but we're all called. To, to make disciples of all nations and preach the gospel to all creation. We're all called to be Christ's ambassadors, his hands and feet on the earth. I'd really encourage people to get involved with the mission, either as a volunteer. But one of the easiest ways is, as Philip told you, they don't take any government money. So, you know, any size contribution, uh, contribution 10, 100, 1,000, what, whatever is good for you, is greatly appreciated. And you, you have a Donate Now button, I assume, on, on the website, Absolutely. Philip? Yeah, I Absolutely. just wrote you a there's check. A I didn't donate, know. Yeah, <laughs> donate.
3: I'm right on our website. And um, if you'd like to mail in a check, there's an address. If you'd like to do it by credit card, it's encrypted. We don't share your credit card information. You can donate right there. And uh, we're going to be having uh, smart codes up pretty soon so that you'll be able to do that as well. Just scan it on your phone and enter your information that way. And emails, uh, receipts, right to your emails.
2: So, Praise the Lord. You know, the mission every year... Um, focuses on improving some aspect of their program um and it's interesting this year and certainly the listeners at 100.7 the word would appreciate this this year the emphasis is going to be on how can we even do a better job with the spiritual program with the spiritual aspects of the program and so that's going to be that is that's always been a focus and always will be Uh, the men start in chapel every morning the they go to church services at the chapel. I mean, at the mission on Sunday morning, uh, they have the option to go to different church services around town. In fact, I'll put in a plug for my church now. Every Sunday evening, uh, the mission loads up a van and, and has some guys come over to to our church, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. Sunday nights in the Heights at two forty West Eighteenth Street, six p.m. I uh, am preaching a series on um, on the Sermon on the Mount, and we are going deep into it. We're not just talking about, of course, we're looking at the substance of what Jesus said, but we're also looking at, at the cultural background and and who he was speaking to and some of the cultural references that we may miss 2,000 years later uh, called textual exegesis, E-X-E-G-E-S-I-S, Not, although I love the way that sounds with Jesus at the end. But uh, anyway, and, and and really taking an in-depth look at it, because uh, th- there's no question that the Sermon on the Mount is the greatest sermon that's ever was ever given, and it, it is the moral and ethical standard by which our whole Western civilization is shaped. And so, I mean, if we're going to, the entire Bible is incredible, but where better to look than the words that Jesus said? And it, it was at the beginning of his ministry, and it was, a, as a lawyer, this resonates with me, it was his opening statement. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how we, how we uh, live. In fact... Sunday, we barely got through the Beatitudes. I mean, it is there. there is so much. It's so rich. So I'd love for you to join us at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street, uh, 77008, right in the heart of the Heights, Sunday nights in the Heights. So, Philip, any parting words about uh, the work of the mission or what you want people to know out there?
3: Well, really quick, I just wanted to, we're really, really proud of the fact that we've just opened Harris County's only Respirate and Recuperative Care Center here at the Mission and it is unbelievable. It's a partnership with Harris Health Systems. We have the facility down here when men that are homeless are admitted to Ben Taub or LBJ hospitals for treatment or operations and things of that sort. They now have a place that they can come and safely recuperate in our facility work with a social worker through Harris Health and have a clinic on site right here. We provide the beds, we provide the food and everything and work with them, again, hoping to get them housing, hoping to get them into the program if we need it. But now these guys have a place to recuperate and rest from their illness or their operations without having to go back to the streets. And it's just one more thing that we can do to help our, to help each other, you know. Jesus said to love and help each other, and that's what we're trying to do.
2: Folks, I can't tell you how, you know, I, I am associated with the mission I'm on the board of directors and how proud I am that the mission is doing this program because you understand the legal obligation that a hospital has when somebody's in a traumatic accident, breaks their hip, uh, even all the way to, to paralyzed. I mean, it's a, an 18-wheeler accident, whatever happens, they fall down, they get attacked, whatever happens out there. The hospital's obligation legally is just to stabilize them, to perform the surgery that may be necessary, and that's it. And they do have the legal obligation to do that, and that's a wonderful thing that they do it. But then these people are, are these men and women are, are, are released onto the streets w- w- without the, any ability to recuperate or, or or have a place to to lay their head down. So the fact that the mission is doing this and what is it? there are thirty five beds in this facility, Philip? Is that right? Twenty eight. Twenty eight beds. All right. So the the fact that they're offering these beds for these people to recuperate, I mean, it is it is the it is the Christian thing to do, and it it is a wonderful way to help your neighbor, just like the Good Samaritan did uh, when when that man was attacked on the road and the priest and the Levite passed him up. Well, the mission's not passing anybody up; they're helping people. So uh, Jesus said, "This man, uh, the Samaritan, who wasn't even Jewish, that was the man that 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 helped his neighbor," and so. That's a wonderful thing. All right, well, Philip, as always, great to have you on the program. Uh, Love you, my brother, and I'll see you soon. And uh, keep up the good work there at the mission. We love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. But more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen.
3: Good night, God.